Good afternoon or good morning, depending upon where you are across the globe. Welcome to Thrift Stores and Coffee Shops. This is your host, Miss Ebony, your coffee bartender, where I serve up the topics, VIP topics that is here on the podcast. If you are new, happiest New Year slash February, we're past January already, um, and happy birthday to all you beautiful lovebirds out there that are going to be celebrating in this love month. Um, just want to encourage you to do something special for yourself, self-care, self-love, and do something special for somebody else. Um, I'm really just trying to make sure I do that this, uh, this month, and I do it anyway, but just serving others and just thinking less of myself while also taking care of myself. Amen. Um, but yeah, so welcome if you're new. Love for you to share this podcast with other people too. So this year um, has been really um, great. A lot of new transitions in my life, starting some new things. Um, and God has really just been faithful in that. And I just want to just take the time out to thank you guys for your support and prayers. Those of you that have prayed for me and um, listened to every little thing that I've said on this podcast from the beginning to the end. We are now approaching our three-year mark coming up in August, which I can't even believe I've been on a podcast for three years. Talk about consistency as does the Dougie and snap. <laughs> your fingers okay because your girl used to be starting projects and not not finishing but if I've taken a break from here it was because it was something very very valuable and important that I had to finish and accomplish and God was having me put this on pause until I finished that and I did and I'm just really excited about you know what God is doing because I've been faithful in that aspect of my life this here is just really I consider it to be ministry because it's not anything I like I say all the time and get paid for. I just love to speak to people, love to encourage people, like to talk about what's on my mind and how I feel about what's going on in the world and just give the perspective of God and wisdom, you know, as much as I know how to do. Um, yes, my dog is still hanging around, as you can hear her in the background. <laughs> she just celebrated her four years. So I'll say happy birthday to Miss Shiloh, my baby my pup um not lo no longer a pup adult dog but i still call her puppy because she still looks like one in the face but any case um i just i'm thankful god has been really good and as long as i stay faithful he'll be faithful you know he'll be faithful even when i'm not um but anyways today god and i always have these little conversations uh about dirt certain things that I'll be asking him or I'll talk about it or I'll just stuff just comes out of me and I'm just talking to God like I'm talking to you right now and he'll say talk about it on the podcast and I'm like okay so that's how a lot of these topics have come up was me and God were having conversations and he's just like you know God already knows our thoughts so it's not like he doesn't already know how I feel or think about things or what comes from the word when I'm reading or revelation I get he wants me to share it with you <laughs> you know you know I feel like a lot of times um, things that we get revelatory. Um, that's even a word. I think it is. Um, God wants us to share with other people. Like some of you are called to write books or create journals or create podcasts. Hopefully you have done that. If God has put it on your heart to do so um, and such. But today I was having a conversation with God and it was really about like forgiveness. And I've talked about forgiveness on here before. Um, 
by the way, I am like making myself brunch. So don't mind me if you hear pots and pans and things of that nature. I've not eaten today. So just forgive me in advance. <laughs> Zip through stores and coffee shops, right? So we do cook here. Um, but yeah, I was really about forgiveness and God's forgiveness and how it looks a lot different from ours. Um, and I was just thinking about how challenging it is to forgive people and how that is probably one of the most challenging things to do in life as a Christian or a person in general. And I thought that too, because think about it, if it's one of the most challenging things for us to do when it comes to forgiving somebody who has hurt us or even ourselves, that was the thing that Jesus literally had to go to the cross for. You know what I'm saying? Like he had to go for the forgiveness of sin. Like literally it was to forgive us and to draw us back to to the God that created all of us. And so he was like our middleman, but he literally had to lay down his life for that. Forgive us, forgive them who did what they did to him. Forgive us for committing sin even after Jesus ascended on high. You know what I mean? Because we were still going to sin, but we needed a savior to be kind of like the middleman for us to get us back to God. And so it, it also had me thinking about, um, like people that are well-known, I do mention celebrities sometimes here. I'm not going to say any name verbatim, but how um, I think about just how people, I guess, put God in a box regarding elite people that maybe have done some, some of the most <laughs> horrible crimes, whether we know they did something or not, because a lot of people do do things behind closed doors and they live just... um I won't say a quiet life, they live another life. Let's just say that. And so we just, you know, we hear about trafficking and all of the different things that people are involved in, whether they're elite celebrities or whatever. Even the most biggest, deepest sins that we would think are horrible and God would never forgive, he forgives. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody who was literally probably a Satan worshiper, I mean, I can name some that have been transformed that are literally on YouTube and you can go research them yourself. But like literally curse God, curse other people, kill people, literally, spiritually. It doesn't always take somebody like literally putting a gun to somebody's head. People can kill people without even having to lay a finger on them. Do your research on witchcraft because that stuff is real. Um, but like people that have done that, literally have done that and... God forgave them and now they're serving him. So I don't believe that it's all, you know, done for people when they, when they have turned around, you know, from God, or even if they grew up in church and then they decided to take another path. And then they then so realize that, you know what, this is not doing it for me. This is not giving me what I desire. This is not really fulfilling me in the area of my life that I'm trying to make this new age or this you know islam or you know whatever other way path um it's not really fulfilling like jesus will fulfill and you know i would have to say even being a christian it's it is one of the most fulfilling things but you still have to live a life that is consistent with staying close to god in order to stay full because there is always going to need to be time for filling up and worship and praise and just really getting everything you need from God. You have to get those things in order to continue to feel full, if that makes sense, because you have people pulling on you here when you're a mother or a wife or business owner, you have clients or whatever you're doing, and just life in general, when you're in ministry, you have people pulling on you. You need to be somewhere for someone, 
all the time. It it really does take you needing to get, you know, you know, more than just um you know, the basics you need <laughs> to get your fill up, you know. Self-care is filling up in the presence of God, I believe too. That's the biggest self-care that you could do for yourself and one of the most important things I think out of when we talk about self-care literally making sure that you have the presence of God with you in your life because there's nothing like it literally nothing like it um but yeah I I, I really was just thinking about that it was really um just a lot on my mind concerning like forgiveness and like thinking even about, I was thinking about the prodigal son, how, you know, the father accepted his son back even after he blew through the inheritance that he gave his son, which, you know, some could say, well, he didn't give it to him at the right time, but, you know, regardless, he still accepted his son back. And um, I was even thinking about like a mother whose child has completely gone wayward you know, all the way to the left, probably selling drugs, doing drugs, um, committing fraud, stealing mom from mom, maybe even putting a gun to mom's head, you know, as an addict, whatever. I couldn't imagine a mother who gave birth to that child. If that child literally came back to the parent and mom repented, was so remorseful and sorry. I couldn't imagine a mother, even in her hurt from that child, not accepting that child back and loving that child the way that they were meant to be loved because obviously the child was doing some wayward stuff because they either didn't feel that love wasn't really committed because of rebellion or whatever you know i think about how god loves us in our mess i couldn't imagine a mother not loving her child after i mean the mother loves that child during their sin or whatever they're doing but after repentance it's like okay now you're really ready to get your life back in order. I feel like you're you're telling me that you really want this. You really want to be better. And I feel like even when we're not trying to be better, God loves us. Just think of the most vile, vile, wicked thing that someone could ever do, whether it's to another person, to themselves, or to people. Mass shooters. I mean, just think of whatever. In repentance, God would accept that person back. I think about someone being on their deathbed, like I said before, doing the most horrible things, even to children. It's like one of the worst things I hate, you know? If they repent, God would accept them. Like, it's just, it's the most unconditional love, like, that is indescribable. God is like, I feel like teaching us about that on earth, but I don't think we even grasp the, the, the total the totality i think that's a word <laughs> the total of it all basically i don't think we really get what his unconditional love does and how it how it really feels i mean i remember feeling the unconditional love of god when i was in high school at a conference and i'll never forget it it was just so complete i was so full i like i didn't want anything else in that moment because i just felt god love god's love fill my heart in such a way that i've never felt that before and i haven't felt anything like that since even when my trying to create love and relationships with guys just 
it wasn't fulfilling like that. I can only imagine that that's what heaven feels like when we're in the presence of God all day, every day walking around at the end of this life. I just, and I'm so excited for that moment. But I just feel like his unconditional love is something to be learned. It's something to be cherished and it's something to act out. And I guess my encouragement for you this month, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, is just to fix your eyes on that. Try to look at that and even like study the scriptures on love. Some of us need to revisit that. I know I do. What is God's love? How did Jesus model God's love through his service to other people? How did Jesus show love even in the midst of adversity that he was going through with other people? Judas. I mean, Jesus couldn't do anything about Jesus. Uh, Judas turning his back on him, but Jesus Jesus knew he was going to, and even in that, he loved Judas because that was Judas's choice. At the end of the day, nobody's going to make you choose Jesus or stick with him or stick beside him. You can choose it for yourself, but at the end of the day, it's going to be on you and it's to your demise if you don't, if you don't stick with the plan. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing that is one of the most powerful things that we'll ever have in this in this world too is our our freedom to choose. And um, I think a lot of people, they get so upset about God and they think that God is a controlling God and we have all these rules and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's like a parent. When you live underneath their roof, what are you expecting to do? Just let you wild out and do whatever you want? No, like this is God. He's created us. If we accept him and his son, we follow him. So we have certain ramifications because if we didn't, we would self-destruct as you can see what's going on with this world today. So his rules, boundaries are for us to protect us and because he loves us. He also disciplines those he loves. So when you sin against him, there is, there's a price to pay. Like you can't just do whatever you want to being in the kingdom of God. Think about a real kingdom. You can't go to, let's just say, I'm using Aladdin, but Agrabah, you know, fictitious character, high, um, and just go to the sultan or the princess in the palace and just do whatever you want. No, first of all, there's guards at the door. Raja's going to be at the door, her tiger. <laughs> there are rules and boundaries in any kingdom. I don't care where it is. United Kingdom, any and everybody just can couldn't step to the queen. Like, you had to be invited up into that mug, that mug. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are rules and boundaries even in the laws when it comes to the land and in the earth. Because the, whether or not we agree with them, laws and rules and regulations stem from biblical principles and from the kingdom. So how do you think, and why do you think we have them on earth? There has to be limitations for humans because without them, we would be destructive. And we've seen that in the Bible many a times because people disobeyed or they did what they wanted to do. Or they, God was just like, okay, that's just, it's kind of like law. It's kind of like a spoken law, unwritten rule that it's like, kind of like, this is what happens when you disobey. Like the Bible talks about it in Deuteronomy. Like there's blessings for obedience. There's curses for disobedience. And I want to be on the side of the blessings. So anyways, didn't want to be before you long, but I just wanted to encourage you today to tap into that love. And if you feel like you have any shame or for something that you might have done that you feel like you couldn't be forgiven for, I just know that God loves you and God's not going to hold that against you. If you repent and just say, I'm sorry, and you go before God and ask him to help you with that thing that you may be struggling with or you've done, he's going to be there for you. He was there for me. I struggled big time. Um, I just appreciate all of you being here, but I'm going to pray for you and pray God's blessing over you. So 
Thank you, Jesus, for this podcast and those who listen. God, I just thank you for the warriors that you're raising up in this season. I thank you for igniting the fire within all of us to continue to reach those that are bound in in chains, Father, spiritually, and to help people be set free with the love of Jesus. I thank you that no weapon formed against any of us this season will prosper where we're going forward in business, in ministry, in productivity and career, whatever moves we're making, God, we want them to be made in you and be of you, Father. We thank you that no one will be the same after this this year, Lord God, that things will be even elevated, that the underdogs are about to rise up, and that God is calling a remnant to be set apart to represent him and not do anything other than be like Jesus and love like he loved and, and, and serve how he served and be the hands and feet of him in the body of Christ, the true body of Christ, which is built on the apostles and the prophets, Father God. I thank you, God, that you're going to teach us in this season. You're going to raise up your daughters and your sons, Father, and we are going to do all things that that we can through you, through your son. And we thank you, God, that this is not the end. This is only the beginning. And I pray a blessing over this podcast in Jesus' name. Amen.